right, welcome to our experience in ASCP podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chad Wurz, alongside my partner in crime, Tom Hansel, and we have a very special episode of our podcast today. We've got one of our own senior directors in the in the studio today, Eric Coster, who is our senior director of meetings. Hello. Um, he is a avid bike rider, a culinary trained chef. Um, and if you think about roles and responsibilities at ASCP, he, he is really the director of the meetings, the annual meeting. Um, Alex, who is our podcast producer today, is kind of the producer. And the two of them work together to make sure that the experience at annual meeting is a good one for all of our members and all of our vendors that uh, attend. Um, this year we're in Orlando, Florida, or... Kissimmee, if you want to be very specific, at the Gaylord Palms Hotel, where we've been in the past. Um, but I'll start and just let Eric kind of introduce himself. Hey, like Chad said, my name is Eric Coster, uh, Senior Director of Meetings here. Um, just to go off what Chad said, uh, the hotel is fantastic, the Gaylord. And we have been there before, but at the same time, we have not been there before. The space we are in is brand new. Uh, we'll be one of the first people uh, to utilize it. When we were there in 2020, we went on a hard hat tour, uh, but they've completely uh, recreated, in my mind, what the normal Gaylord look and feel is. Uh, they've themed it more towards what a Florida uh, hotel should be like with lighter colors, uh, just a more relaxed feel to the overall environment. And there's also a new wing of hotel rooms. Uh, so really looking forward to having everybody come out, see this new area, um, and really enjoy themselves uh, like they've never been there before. Awesome. Well, I mean, a, a lot goes into this. I think people don't understand to some degree how much goes into this. We make these decisions on hotels and venues four and five years ahead of time. Um, we've had a couple, and we haven't had that much really um, uh, comments this year. The meeting is in Florida, um, but you know, we, we can't make decisions like politically about whether we like Florida or not, um, or any of our venues. Um, but I want people to understand that um, what really drew us to go back to the Gaylord was our experience in 2020, which was the obviously the end of that first year of COVID. We chose to have a hybrid meeting. Uh, we had over 750 attendees. Probably 600 of them were online, but 150 of the intrepid souls came to Florida, and we had what looked like a regional meeting, yep. but ultimately um, was a live meeting for... Um, those attendees uh, at the Gaylord Palms. And what really, I think, endeared us to the Palms was the staff. Mm -hmm. The staff were so appreciative that we came um, when no one else was coming and doing meetings. This is their livelihood. This is how they work and get paid. Uh, and they were wonderful. And really, that was probably the, the big reason we were convinced to come back um, uh, four years later and, and revisit the Gaylord Palms. Um, just any thoughts on that from your perspective? No, I mean, it was it was an amazing experience to try to work with a hotel when neither of us knew what to expect, how to kind of traverse this new area uh, where it basically came down to we recognize we have a contract, but we also recognize we have a way out of the contract, but we still would like to bring you business. 
how can we do this together? Um, and so they worked closely with us and were able to provide a level of service that you, you only get when people care. Um, and so it was really a special experience. Uh, it was also interesting to be in a Gaylord at 20% occupancy. Um, yeah. But at the same time, it really showed us that this is a staff that understands hospitality, uh, also a management group that understands partnership. Uh, and we wanted, we wanted to repay that um, and also take advantage of this new space that they uh, have. And uh, we really got a nice deal with that. Um, so I'm really excited to be able to utilize that. Yeah, I was one of those intrepid souls that went down there live in person. And, uh, you know, I tell you, it was a, it was kind of a, a double-edged sword, I guess, because, you know, there wasn't a lot of people to hang out with and to socialize with. Basically, me and me and uh, T.J. Griffin just kind of did everything together. Um, we don't went to lunch and, and, and just sat through every meeting together because there wasn't wasn't as many people down there. But I tell you, the co whole COVID period was the best time to travel because uh, I got bumped up to first class on every flight. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you could have your pick of, you know, what, what room you want and what view you want. And so uh, it was very, very enjoyable at, at times to travel during during that. But ASCAP, I was I was very pleased that that um, ASCP decided to move forward and, and have that live event and give that option because I'm more of an in-person uh, type type of person. So I, I didn't hesitate. I went down there and, and really enjoyed myself. Well, I think it speaks to who we are as a as an organization and, and who our members are. You know, having that conversation with the Gaylord about having the meeting, um, being good partners, we feel like that's a reflection of who our members are. They're good partners with their nursing facilities. They're good partners with the clinicians that they work with. Um, that's how they would have reacted, I think, in a practice situation. We're doing it as a, a meetings, um, you know, working with a meetings venue. Um, and you know, it, even at that small meeting, it was a, it's a microcosm of who we are. We're a, we're a smaller pharmacy association. We value networking and being together and hanging out with other leaders and colleagues. And, you know, that was a sort of a micro focus version of that, but, um, that's what our meeting is going to be like this year. It's what it's been like since COVID. Um, it's an opportunity to really talk to people that are doing what you do around the country, learning from each other networking, coming up with best practices, and getting some of the m more leading information uh, that's out there in the long-term care space. And if there's one thing we've learned since COVID uh, is that we have a lot going on as pharmacists and pharmacies, and we have a lot going on in healthcare. I think we knew this was coming with the silver tsunami and all of the older adults moving into the older age group, but um, it just hasn't slowed down since COVID. Certainly COVID was a huge focus for us, um, but it's not dissipated. We have all kinds of things going on. Um, I can talk about our opening general session speaker number one, Dr. Drew. We're, we're thrilled to have him. I saw him speak at the National Association of Boards of Pharmacy. 
Um, I think the members are really going to uh, get an interesting perspective from him. He talks a lot about mental health, talks a lot about addiction. Uh, and what, what struck me about his presentation in, um, at NABP was he talks about what happened when we closed the psychiatric facilities in the early 70s and how that drove people uh, to different settings of care, particularly nursing homes. It's something that we've always talked about being in this industry, but to hear somebody from the outside talk about it and explain the impact, I think will be um, very interesting and profound for our members to understand as, as we kind of grapple and go forward. Uh, with mental health issues in long-term care. And I know, Tom, um, opening general two uh, is Anthony Cha-Cha, and I'll let you kind of describe what, what he brings. Yeah, um, I didn't really know Anthony. We uh, actually did a podcast with him four or five months ago, and <laughs> I was just so impressed. I just sat there and listened to him. Um, the guy is, he knows everything, it seems like, when it comes to PBMs, and his background is actually... I believe he was working with the state Medicaid department in, in Ohio. And he was talking to a friend of his that owned a, a, a small retail pharmacy. And and uh, he saw those pricing going up in, from PBMs. And, and he said, um, man, you pharmacists are really making a killing. And the pharmacist friend of his said, what are you talking about? I'm making less. He said, no, 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 we're getting charged more. Medicaid's getting charged more. And they start getting together, start pulling their data and analytics together. And that's what sparked off, really, I guess, his future, which was, man, these PBMs are, are winning from both sides. They're paying pharmacists less. They're, they're charging more. And, and they're the ones that are keeping, keeping um, the profit here. And so that really caused him to launch a couple different companies that just purely um, did analytics about what PBMs do and, and exposed a lot of stuff. If you remember a couple of years ago, there was an uproar from Ohio State Medicaid and, and PBMs got, got shown um, really in light of, of what they have been doing. And now other state Medicaid companies are hiring his company to go in and do that same analytics. And I, I think he's one of the main reasons, his efforts and his partner's efforts, one of the main reasons why we have so much concentration and, and discussion about PBMs today. So I'm excited uh, to, to have him come back and, and speak. He's, he's really phenomenal. Yeah, and we'll get into um, maybe some of the more operational, long-term care pharmacy, clinical, consultant pharmacy topics um, maybe a little later in the podcast. But let's go back to our, our guest, Eric. Um, you know, uh, I think other than venue, the next thing that people think about or certainly that we think about when we are trying to build an experience is the food aspect. So, you know, I have a, I have a joke to enter into this uh, transition, but um, the joke is, uh, is BB hungry? And of course, this is a Star Wars joke about the droid. Is BB hungry? And the answer is uh, no, BB-8. <laughs> All right, that's a deep cut for, deep you, cut. for you Star Wars fan. <laughs> Uh, you can edit that one out later, yeah. Alex, just FYI. <laughs> I don't know how to transition that to food, but uh, <laughs> what, what, what am I talking to? Food. food. Like, what, what, like, talk about like, what you build in terms of an experience for our members when they come. It's part, part of its venue. Yeah, I mean. Part of its experience. Well, like, like Chad said, I come from a background, um, hospitality, but I also spent a lot of time in the kitchen. Part of that time in the kitchen was as a banquet chef, so... I know 
I have an understanding of what's possible, what we're able to do, um, the best ways to do it. Um, so we really push the hotels, uh, ask them for things that are not necessarily on the menu. Um, but at the same time, one of the things we're looking into more is we want to deliver an amazing uh, product, but at the same time, we're also now looking at food waste. I mean, we want to we want to make sure that we're taking that into account. So we are looking at that, working with the hotel. This year we're gonna get measurements of how much uh, we're actually producing. Um, but hopefully it's gonna be none because we're going to have an amazing spread. When we were there in 2020, the food that they delivered um, was some of the best, if not the best hotel banquet food I have had. And so looking at what we're uh, have in store for this year. I'm really excited that we're going to be able to repeat some of that, but with their chefs fully staffed now, we're going to be able to push them further. We're going to be able to see some new things. Um, one of the things I'm really excited about um, is Saturday, our party. Uh, for those of you who were able to attend last year, first off, the overall meeting last year was Probably the most energy I have felt at one of the meetings. Uh, the attendance at all of our sessions uh, was almost standing room only at all of them, uh, where every person who was on site was attending almost everything. And so the energy around that, uh, all the spaces were packed, is something that we hope to carry on to this year. And um, and part of that was that Saturday night party. There's no denying that education is is very important and networking is very important and but blowing off some steam with a great van at a great party uh, is also very important and those also listen uh, go to networking moments as well uh, so we're looking to carry that momentum from last year into this year we've got another great band lined up uh, I mean, they're, the night before, they're the headliner at the Hard Rock uh, in Orlando, and they're coming down to us, and we have uh, a costume party. We really hope everybody comes, dresses in costume. We'll have prizes for best costume. Uh, we will also have you know specialty drinks within the theme of uh, Halloween. And then we'll have fantastic food out there as well. Um, so we're really looking forward to that again. Um, you know, and, and in line with that as well, last year we had our first uh, duck race. Uh, it was a really great success. And it's, uh, for those of you who weren't there last year, you will be able to find rubber ducks or tickets for ducks uh, from different exhibitors. They'll be hidden in different sessions. You come down, we put them all in the pool, and we and they race. It'll be around this uh, lazy river, which uh, at this hotel is a rapid river. Uh, so it's a great time, and again, we'll have some food and drinks down there for you to enjoy, and then you'll go from that straight to the party. So any bets on how many people show up as a pharmacist at the costume party? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going as Tom Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> you better shave your head. Right? Yeah. Well, the theme of the night is Fright of the Pharmacist. So I, I imagine some zombie pharmacist, um, you know, just 
Or just ones in white lab coats. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the people who forgot to pack a costume but still have their work clothes with them. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be a few of those. Absolutely. Hey, I haven't dispensed drugs in a long time. Me going as a pharmacist is a costume. It is, I think. It's scary, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me too. Um, well, let's talk about, you know, we're in Disney. You know, we're in Orlando. Yeah. Um, you've put together some things. We recognize that, in, and part of the reason that if you attend the meeting, you have access to the recordings of the CE sessions is we, we understand people are going to go to the pool, right. enjoy the rapid, lazy river, I guess. Right. Maybe even leave and, and go to Disney. It's not very far away from the hotel, um, which leads me to my next joke, which is, you know, why is Peter Pan flying around Disney World all the time? I don't know why. He never lands. <laughs> But um, ching. Uh, yeah, no. It, well, That's going to be a peanut butter joke. <laughs> to, to Chad's comment, uh, not about Peter Pan, uh, we <laughs> have been able to work with Disney, and we can offer our attendees discounted prices to Disney. Uh, but really the cool thing is uh, we're able to offer uh, what is not available to the public, which is half-day passes. So if you want to attend just in the morning, uh, are just at dusk, which probably would be my preference because then you get to see all the fireworks. Um, and also to Chad's point, we are so close that from our meeting space, we will be able to see the fireworks from Disney, which I think is pretty cool. So yeah, if you want to bring family, there's uh, three different pool areas. If you've never been to a Gaylord, they've got a ton of kids activities there. Uh, and we do have rooms available at our rate uh, up until that Monday night. So if you want to stay, uh, we have another rate that you can stay at Sunday night. You can stay at Monday night still at our low, low rate. So I've got a um, true story about this event, the annual ASCP at Disney World, that I've got to tell everybody about. This was probably... I don't know, 15 years ago, and we were at, at the Gaylord, and um, I did, did what you just said. I connected, brought my family down. My kids were all pretty young at the time, and and we, you know, attached this uh, this trip from Raleigh. So it's about a nine-hour drive to to going to Disney for for three or four days. And I was driving down. It was late, probably 10 o'clock at night before I before I got there, and about downtown Orlando on the interstate, and this truck swerved in front of me and left me just hitting crate, just a crate, just head on. And I just blew over that crate about 60 miles an hour. And I thought, that's great. I probably popped a tire or two or four. And so I started pulling to the side of the road and my tires never went flat. And I thought, oh man, I avoided, I avoided any, any harm and put another 15 miles, pull up to Gaylord, pull on up. And we had a minivan at the time and, and uh, parked there where they have a uh, valet, you know, there to, to take your car and I get out and open the sliding door for the minivan and my little toddler shoe fell off and I bent down to pick it up and I smelled gas. Oof. I looked down and from that crate was a two by four pierced my gas tank Oof. and I had been squirting gas for 15 miles. And um, I said, uh, valet, <laughs> you park, park my car. He come he came up and he goes, Oh my gosh, he goes, You gotta move your car. I said, I'm not moving a car. <laughs> he goes, You drove it up here. And I said, I don't care, that thing's gonna explode. Kids get away from the car. I said, This is your problem now, Gaylord. And uh so 
since then, um, we obviously got it got it towed, got it fixed, and everything. But uh, crazy, crazy incident. And you know, since then, when Gaylord sees me coming, they just flag me down and say, "Don't, don't, don't park here. Spark oh some else. So you were the guy. <laughs> yeah. No I'm kidding. I was the guy. That guy. One I more thing. Leave it. One more thing I would like to note about the Gaylord. Uh, those amazing rates at our hotel closes October 3rd. So you got, what, about 10 more days? So everybody, please go on our website, make your hotel reservations. Because uh, if you go and check online just what their going rate is, uh, you will realize how much of a deal this is. And that's another reason why we make these contracts so far in advance. Uh, I mean, last year we were about half of what the going rate was at the JW because hotel prices have skyrocketed and we locked these in four or five years before that happened and so you'll see as these meetings keep progressing you'll see that our rates are significantly lower than what you're seeing so we just want to really make sure people have an opportunity to take advantage of that absolutely i'm glad you brought that up um and then and again we've got you know this meeting um and we're scheduled out until 26 i think 27 so, 27 so we've got good rates you know, for the foreseeable future for our annual meetings. But um, it's a good point about the rate this year. It's, it's, a, it's a good deal. So do you want to talk about a couple of the sessions that we're seeing there? We've uh, really tried to balance out. There's a lot of clinical consulting type of sessions, but we've done a pretty good job on, on adding operation type of venue and type of sessions. Happy to talk about that for a minute. Yeah, I mean, we've been very intentional that we, we realize that we have a divine membership and that membership is pharmacists that go into facilities and consult, pharmacists that consult in community settings and assisted living. We also have the operational pharmacists that, that do the work of getting medications to those patients and residents in those settings as well. So um, we did try to build a very intentional program that you can obviously choose uh, between three and mo most of the time four different sessions uh, at any one time. Uh, and those sessions are going to be spanned from the very clinical to the very operational. I know we have a PBM audit session. We have the DEA coming in. Tom, you're giving a presentation. Um, Let's also not forget about the students. We have a lot of available do. for the students as well. I mean, I don't want to cut you up, but just to give people an idea of how much we're offering, we've got 38 CP cr uh, credits available, but 19 and a half BCGP credits. Uh, I mean, I can't imagine in one spot in one time where you could find more than that. So I really encourage people to take advantage of this so you can get all your stuff done for the year in a weekend, basically. Yeah, it's huge. Um, I'm one of those BCGPs that uh, if you're familiar um, when I got my BCGP, I have to get 100 hours in seven years, and when you can get 20 or 19 and a half at a time, it makes that a little bit easier uh, as you forecast it. BCGPs cannot wait until um, New Year's Eve and do all their BCGP credits like we could with CE. So um, it's good to be ahead of it and make sure that you're, you're knocking some out year over year. Well, I can get all, all, if I'm coming from an operations background, which I personally am, I could really get all my live CEs and just stick on the operational um, subject matter. So that's, that, that's really nice to be able to do that. Yeah. And I think when you look at the industry as it stands right now with the 4A we're making into home care um, and looking at advanced pharmacy services in 
community settings and in home settings, it really is, you know, a sort of a concert of, you know, clinically, what drugs should you be on? But operationally, what drugs can you manage? Do you need drugs that are easy to comply with that are, you know, weekly injections, once a day drugs? Do you need your medications packaged in compliance packaging so that it's easier for you to manage them, whether you're in a at home, whether you're a nurse in a nursing facility, do you have access to those drugs quickly in terms of emergency delivery and 24 seven access? All those things represent who we are as a membership at ASCP. And we have to be able to provide education across that broad uh, medication management theme, which is certainly beyond drug interactions and clinical things. It's, it's also those operational storage and handling things as well. Yeah, speaking of uh, studying, uh, I do have a dad joke since Chad's had an opportunity. All right. Uh, I'd like to see if you know what pharmacists and hipsters both have in common. I don't know. They both like to study beers. Nice. It's a deep a beers list joke. <laughs> I like it. I knew it had some kind of element like drugs or, or something something involved in that. So, you know, the, the P in pharmacist makes all the difference. If you remove the P, you just have pharmacist. So there you go. There's a good dad joke wow. for you. Well, I mean, in that same note, uh, what do pharmacists in uh, what's the difference between pharmacists and doctors? Only one counts. Wow. <laughs> wow. You know, with that, I think I'm going to relieve the audience of three dads and their jokes. Right. Um, but I want to I do have I do, I wanna, do have a pharmacist. I do have a pharmacist Star Wars joke for you, Chad. All right. That I've been saving right. for you. So, you know. Because you're you're far, you're a Star Wars geek and a pharmacist geek, I think this is perfect for you. Um, what did Obi Wan Kenobi say to the bodybuilder in his pharmacy? These are not the roids you're looking for. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. I'm going to use that one. My kids oh, just will like that one. Credit. My you kids will like it. that, like they like all my jokes, which is not very much. <laughs> all right. Well. Eric gave you a tip. October 3rd is the last day to book a hotel. That's very important. We ran out of hotels last year. We had to get secondary hotels. So make sure that you get that um, hotel booking in by October 3rd. Uh, the meeting itself is the 26th through the 29th of October in Kissimmee, Florida, Orlando um, at the Gaylord Palms. And I'm going to throw out a, a promo code for anybody that happens to listen to this podcast. If you haven't registered yet, uh, you can get $50 off your registration. The code is going to be ERIC50, and it's E-R-I-K-5-0. ERIC50 will get you $50 off uh, your registration, and we hope to see everybody there. I know uh, we're at... We're at uh, a good path of registrants at this point, so we expect to see a lot of you there. And don't forget to wear your costume on yeah. Saturday night. Yeah, bring that same energy as last year. All right. Thanks, everybody, and uh, we'll see you on the next podcast of our experience. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah.